uh, let me just, you want me to restart it? No, I mean, it's as long as we are, you know, have all of it, then that's fine. I can line it up always, always line it up at the end and go backwards. Like everything else in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get it lined up and then start at the other end. <laughs> sad but it's true i love the people who can figure out how to do something from the beginning you know yeah i don't even know i always just literally jump in the water like it's january 1st in in coney island you know yeah and then you're surprised that it's cold yeah 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 (laughs) wait wait a minute and then i get out and i think wow i that really wasn't that bad. I could totally do that again. I, uh, uh, wait, have you ever done one of those ice bath things? No, but how are you with super cold? Yeah. But how are you jumping in like a cold pool? That I'm okay with, but I mean, I'm talking about like the, the, no, 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 the ice bath, yeah, yeah. all, all of the, it. all of the, uh, the, the cool skateboarders and athletes do that now. Yeah. Uh, I I'm haven't done that. Cool, nor a skateboarder or an athlete. I um, I don't like uh jumping into cold water. It's actually something I'm trying to get over. Because once you do mm. it, and yeah, it sucks for three or four seconds, and then you get over it, right? <laughs> and then you're numb, and you can't feel anything anyway. Well, so are you, uh, this is a, actually a bigger. It's a not a bad medium sized topic here. Do you? Um, one of the things that I was trying to do when I was skateboarding earlier in the summer was to try to get over fear of just a little bit of pain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, I know that I'm not going to die falling on the skateboard. It might hurt. I might skin my knee. I might twist my ankle, whatever. Right. Which are not great things you want to do at our age, but I'm not going to die, but it's, there's always like that little, that fear that there's, it's, it's, it's going to be worse than it possibly ever could be. Mm -hmm. Um, Right before I um, left for my trip last week, I got a new migraine medication that involves two injections into your gut. Oh, right. 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 Yeah, I saw the video you posted of like the, ah, yeah, it didn't yeah. look ple- It doesn't look pleasant at all. No, and it wasn't pleasant, but people talked about it as if it was excruciatingly painful and mm-hmm. it actually kept me from doing it for the last year because I was like, man, that sounds awful. I don't know that I want to do that. Even though you only have to do it twice, it it still was enough. Twice the, the first of it time. Was enough. Yeah. Twice the first time and then once a month subsequently. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. really Just not that bad. Right. Mm-hmm. But the idea of a three quarter inch needle going into me and slowly injecting over five or six seconds and then popping out sounded really bad because people said, oh my God, it was excruciating. It was the worst. It was worse than migraines. All these sort of, you know, horror stories. And then some other- migraines last hours, don't they? Well, that's the thing is that like if in the middle of a migraine, if you said, could I have five seconds of really bad pain and not have, get rid of this migraine, you'd do it in a second. Right. So I've been trying to get over sort of doing, so I got the, these shots, stuff's called emgality. And by the way, without insurance, $1,000 an injection. Seriously? Yeah, it's thirteen thousand dollars a year for this medication. Wow. It's insane. Anyway, I get the two wow. injections. Is it is it covered by insurance or is yeah. it considered non-essential? Insurance covered it for me. Wow. I mean, I wow. don't know. I don't know about everybody, but you know, my wife has pretty good insurance. So I get yeah. these two injections, and you and you you pop the top off, and you flip the switch at the top that that switches it from like unarmed to armed. You like you basically feel like the guy in Top Gun, right? You know, right. like flipping up the cover. <laughs> Sidewinders away. Yeah, you know, right, right, right. S two. Um, oh my god! And so you, you like you flip it to the other thing. You stick it against your skin after doing a little alcohol, right? And you press the button, and it goes pow, and it sh- shoots the the uh, needle into you and then it slowly sort of there's like i don't know there's a spring or something that kind of pushes the stuff through the syringe into you and it's not actually the injection that hurts it's it's the stuff going in apparently just stings it feels like a i'd imagine i haven't had a bee sting in a long time but like a bee sting it's like that kind of pain mm-hmm. so it's i did it and literally i was like three two click you know and did it and yeah, it wasn't that the bad clip. I saw the clip. Oh, yeah. Posted. Yeah. I mean, it stung, but it wasn't I wasn't screaming or anything like that. So 
and so I'm trying to get over this fear of like little things hurting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reality in that, like jumping in the ocean, right? Like, you know, or jumping in one of those cold water baths, like, yeah, it'll suck, but like maybe a little bit of pain is okay. Yeah. I would, I would opt for the cold water bath before I would opt for the ocean, especially off the coast of New York. You would? Oh God, yes! You're like it goes to New York. You're going to get the cold water and the needles, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, the the good the practical upshot of it is that my whole trip, I didn't have a headache. Huh? I've so had, the, and then you, you do one a month, one a month. And is it is it one a month as a preventative or one a month if you feel a headache coming on? One a month as a preventative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It messes with the reuptake of some pain uh, uh, receptor hemoglobin protein thing. You know what I mean? It's like one of these kinds of, it's one of these <laughs> like things on where an episode of Star Trek, just reciting some weird gobbledygook. Well, that's the problem is that I read the mechanism. Cause I always read the mechanisms of things they're going to try to give me, you know, it's like, wait, how does this work exactly? And if it's something that makes me go, hmm, is that a good thing to do? <laughs> like, even right. if, it, if it stops me in my headache, is it, I don't even have a dilithium yeah. crystal. <laughs> what does this even mean? Yeah. Isn't that a bad idea? Cause what happens <laughs> if I actually get hurt and I don't feel pain right. anymore? Um, yeah, no, totally. And so absolutely. So it's it's one of those things where I was I also take these triptan drugs like the Imitrex and all those, which if you take them too often, they actually rebound and you'll get a headache right. back from it and stuff. Wait, so can you still take the other things on top of these injections? Yes. Or is so it when one I get or the other? No, when I get headaches, I can still take the pills. Interesting. And I'm still getting Botox. So you can have smooth, supple skin. <laughs> well, I actually said to the, I actually ended up getting the Botox when I got back last week. I had to go to the neurologist and I said, is there a case where if the emgality is working, then I could stop doing the Botox? Because I don't really like 36 injections in my neck and scalp and stuff, you know? Right. Um, I don't like the idea of. But then you're going to start to look your age. You yeah, going to look your age. And then... <laughs> wow. Man, nobody wants that. <laughs> um, anyway, so we may actually go four months for the Botox to see if like, like push the Botox longer and longer to yeah. see if I can get off of that, which would be cool. So um, what is it? What does it do for? Because you, you mentioned at the top of this around like f fear, fear of pain in this case. But is it doing anything like sort of existentially where you go, yeah, I'm expecting this to be one way, but it's actually not so bad. Well, that, yeah. And so there was, there was a, there was a point where I was going to go down this, uh, sort of incline on the skateboard. It was like a four foot thing, you know? And I remember being so scared. I was like, oh my God, if I, I, I every time I'd roll close to it, I'd be like, ah, you know, like right. I'm going to fall and I'm going to hurt myself. And then one day I was just going around and around in circles and I was like, yeah, and I went down and it was fine. I mean, yeah. it was scary, but it was fine. You know? So I, yeah, totally. The, the, the fear thing, I think it's also, it's not just pain, right? It's embarrassment. It's failure. It's all of these things. Like we get, yeah. we, 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 we build up the downside so much that we don't even try sometimes. At yeah. Least I, I mean, I think, I think there can be, you know, it's it's fear and expectation, I think, are are often maybe not physical when it regards to, regarding physical pain, but fear and expectation are often two sides of the same coin. Right. Yep. Because one sort of. At least in my life, one has often precluded the other or one has ended up as a result of the other and whatever it is, they're connected. Right. Yep. And. I know a lot of the things that I. Don't do are because they are variations on things that I've done before and have quote unquote failed at. So there's that fear of getting emotionally hurt, existentially hurt. Um, well, I guess there's the other side of it too. Do you think we also, as, as humans, a lot of people always say that, you know, you forget how much things hurt. You know what I mean? The, the classic, you know, uh, woman has a baby, it's excruciating, but after the baby's born, it's like, you kind of forget how awful, childbirth was you know that that sort of trope mm -hmm. where maybe some people maybe you and i also remember pain worse than it was or remember disappointment worse than it was like we we retroactively build up 
fear? I don't know. I mean, I've I've been trying for the last several years to revisit some of the memories and some of the experiences that I in the way that I remember them with my dad. Okay. And and trying to figure out was it was it as bad as I remember it or am I remembering it in a in a way that that substantiates how I feel? Right. Where'd you come out? You know, it's still a work in progress because I, I look at photographs of us together as a child, you know, growing up uh, to a point anyway. I mean, there, there are no photographs of us, high school, college, that kind of thing. Um, there are a few after that. But in terms of childhood, I was a happy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and that relationship was was pretty solid, but it started to change. And again, you and I have talked about this, like you have to cast... I had to cast him as the villain to support how I felt about him for a time. Sure. And, and it's not discounting some of the things he did to me. Um, sometimes he was the villain. Sometimes he was the villain. Yeah. yeah. And maybe even often he was the villain. Uh, but it, it, it affects that relationship affects every other relationship in my life. Yes. You know, and, yeah. and those experiences color experiences with other people and you have to, you have to consciously go, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, brain. This is not that. So this doesn't need to be colored by, predicated on, connected to that. Right. But there's we still We need to that disconnect fear. these two things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that that's something you can choose to do, though? Is that is that a conscious decision? I don't know, man. That's a really good question because, you know, you... I don't know. I, I, I feel like my life is um, disproportionately affected by loss. And I think that that that, that loss, that, 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 that those situations color every at least major decision that I make. And the fear of more loss yes. sometimes stops you from living in now. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, a friend of ours just got a dog recently, and somebody said, "Yeah, you get a dog, kind of know it's going to die before you do. You're just like choosing heartbreak, and it's like, yeah, yeah I you're, guess. Se- you're setting yourself up, <laughs> yeah. Right? And it's true; it's not untrue. Um, but also, there's great joy in in having the dog. You know. Um, there is. I mean, I can I can tell you one thousand percent, especially during COVID, that having Cooper helped was and, was, and still was a helps. bit of a savior. Yeah, yeah, still helps. Sure. I mean, I, I I often talk to him as if he's a person, and it, it, the you know, there's science around like petting a dog, you know, lowers your heart rate, and you yeah. know, all that kind of thing. The therapy um, dogs. But there is that that thing that you just said where I, I know that Cooper's going to, well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. We can assume if all things go well, yep. if all things right. go as planned, right? Cooper's lifespan is less than my lifespan. Yep. But during that time, there, there, there's a great lesson, I think, in owning a, a, a pet, not just a dog, but a pet where you have to be in the moment for that pet because they're in the moment for you. They've got no concept of what sure. comes next. Yep. And I think there's an interesting, there's an interesting lesson in there because I have a very hard time being in the now. Mm-hmm. I spend uh, either I'm I'm in the past, sort of letting that color my present, or I'm worried about the future, not somehow living up to what I hope, want, expect it to be. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very hard to live in you know people who live in the now, live in the moment. That's a very difficult thing to do, despite the fact that your future is just the history of your now or your future is, 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 is just the chain of the now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're worried about the future and you're forgetting about the now, but the only way to build a better future is to be present in the now and do what you want. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yes, yes. That's a, yeah, that's a great way to say it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm on, on some level, I'm sort of in, you know, those of you who are listening that maybe feel the same way, we are, we are coloring 
maybe even adversely coloring our future by the way we're living in the present. And sure. I, I understand that, but it doesn't knowing that doesn't make it any easier for get to, for me to get out of my own way about it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I was thinking about this the whole, a lot on our trip. It's like, well, you know, it's my wife and I and my mother and we're having a great time and we're walking around Versailles and all these different places. Right. And I know that the memories that we made then is going to make it even sadder if and when my mother's not around, you know? Yeah. And, and yet the alternative of just not making new good memories so that you don't feel the bad side of them later right. is also kind of an absurd way of going about it. Um, it's tricky. It's all, it's it all, is, it is tricky. tricky. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, you sent me that picture of you and I <laughs> that Patrick took of us. Isn't that funny? And what was it? 2012? I was trying to put a date on it. I think it Something was Something like that. 11 or 12. Yeah. Cause, because cause, it was before we started OTP. Yes. And my, I think it may have been October 23rd, 2012, because, uh, my friend, Jonathan Gorman, whose house you came to over there. Right. That's right. That's uh, right. Sent a picture of here. Let me see. I'll see if I can send it to you. Sent a picture of Conrad and he outside of his place that day. Oh yeah. Yep. yep and, yep. and I think that was that, I think it was that day, right? Or, was, or right, so. that day or the day before, whatever. It was basically yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 years ago now today Yeah, that this all happened. Isn't that funny? So but it I, was, it was Bill, uh, Ibarian next Perello, the kitted yep, frame. Yep. Um, Kevin Knight, um, sure. Patrick Shipstad. Yep. Who I worked with at, at Universal Studios. Betty. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Tammy Rapp. Yeah. Yep. Betty Beware. Who, who, and, by the way, also gets migraines and takes the Amgality. Yeah. Uh, we were wandering around downtown Los Angeles and, and this photo that Bill's talking about was, uh, one of the photos that Patrick took of us at the Walt Disney concert hall. Maybe I'll make it, uh, a little crop of it to be this week's show. Yeah. Or, that'd be fun. That'd um, be really fun. But but what's interesting about it is that I was looking at this and, you know, you and I, we really beat ourselves up a lot. Um, you mean then or now? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm not beating myself up well now, I really should start. I could do better. <laughs> um, but looking at we look, we're such babies in that picture. Isn't that funny? It really, it feels like a long time ago. Yeah. You know? And I guess, I don't know, it's like we've come a long way. You and I have recorded hundreds and hundreds of hours of us talking like this. Yeah. That tens of thousands of people have listened to, you know? At I least. Mean, that, yeah. that is a huge accomplishment. You know, the, the pictures that I took then are not the pictures I take now. I think I take much better pictures now. So it's all incremental, right? You know? And sometimes you lose track of those little steps or, you know, you're in the middle of the little steps. You don't see how far it adds up to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like that picture actually. Yeah, I do too. That's a fun one. It's when I had hair. <laughs> right. I mean, I, th I think there's something to that, you know, and as, as I've been going through, um, thinking about what, what to do next and, and, you know, what I can do, what I want to do. It goes, it goes back to that, that Alec Baldwin thing. Remember we talked about the, the comedians in cars getting coffee where he and Jerry were sitting in the restaurant and, and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn whatever it was, 56, 53, whatever it was. And he's right. like, you know, the things that are on my list, I have to do them. Those they're on the, they're on the list because I, I want them to be there. I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do anymore. Right. You know, and it's, and it's that kind of, you know, assessment or reassessment or re, 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 reassessment <laughs> in my case, where I go, what do I really want to do? You see because your goals this... differently than now than then, than even 11 years ago in that picture? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. It's a, no, it's a, it's a good cut. Um, yes, because I have no illusion and I'm trying to let go of any expectation of anything I do going anywhere beyond my joy of, of making it and seeing it into the, brought into the world. That is no because, longer any part of the goal. 
I'm I'm really trying to get to a place where it is not. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting I, I because if I look if I look back to from if I look from at the years from then to now, okay, here it is. If I look from those years from then to now, most of what I re- remember about my own output is the failure to live up to the expectations of what I wanted for that output. Okay, sure. Not that it was a failure, you know, because as you just said, we we have we have this body of work together in conversation that very few people have done. And where where I would get stuck, and I can't speak for you, but where I would often get stuck is it should be bigger. It should make more money. It should have bigger, like whatever, all the, all the stuff around the monetization side, because that's, that's that old tape that plays in my head constantly mm-hmm. still. Right. And that's what I'm trying to let go of. Yeah. But that doesn't, because, because we're not sponsored by Squarespace and stamps.com doesn't negate the fact that there are tens of thousands of people who have been entertained annoyed helped you know or any combination uh, i think uh, something's far more profound than that yeah uh, that doesn't take any of that away i think i think both you and i are kind of getting to the point where it's you have to there's a certain point at which you have to decide to stop trying to game the algorithm yeah yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. And I think, I, and I mean true. that from the point of view of, you know, social media, I also mean the point of view of just the way society and life is. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I posted a thing the other day or re- reposted a thing that, you know, Gary V was like, and, and I, I, I love Gary V for who he is, but he was like, if you're not, you know, after you watch this, this keynote, if you don't tomorrow get up and, and post, you know, nine pieces of content on blah, 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 you know, then you're, you're not winning. And I was just like, well, then, then I'm never going to win because a couple days prior to that, I posted a clip of Martin Scorsese saying, you know, everything can't be content because an infomercial is not the same as citizen Kane is not the same as, you know, da, 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 da. But, but we all want to put it into this one bucket of content and it's not. Yes. So if, if that's where the game is, right, in terms of, of creativity or, or uh, any sort of output, if, if, if it all has to be content or, or we can only see it as content, then that gives me more fuel to just go, well, then I'm just going to do what I want because it's, it's never going to be what any of these systems or platforms or, or people even want it to be. So why not just please myself? Well, yeah, Absolutely. But that, I mean, that game is, is sucking thousandth of a cent out of people who don't care about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's really vampiric. The whole mm. influencer mm-hmm, culture mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's icky. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep doing this in this very highly specialized way that I know works and you put a quirky title on your YouTube video and you make sure you do it every day. And then you also, you know, have somebody with a nice butt in the picture that is the main picture and people watch that for that reason. You know I mean? It's just, it's just, it's not leading anywhere. It doesn't, it's just, it's empty. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it may fill the, the bank accounts of a handful of people, but mostly it's just empty. Yeah. Um, we can do better. No. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I mean, you, you recently, you, you, you redoing your website, right? I did. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I turned yeah, off, I, re- I deactivated my X account yesterday. Oh, I did too. Yeah. I'm gone. My it's, it's been, in fact, I think it's been over whatever the time frame is. Um, um, is it three weeks, a month, whatever days, it I is. Think, yeah. I, it's gone now forever, Yeah, which so, I kind of love. Uh, for those of you who are looking for me on there, I'm not on there anymore because I cannot give that man any more money. Did you go to anything else or like, did you, did you put anything in its place? Or I have it, a Mastodon instance. I have a blue sky account, but I don't really post on them. I think yeah. Instagram, I guess is what I do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't really like that either, but it's a necessary evil in my business. Um, yeah. uh, but I don't play Instagram the way I'm supposed to play Instagram, which would be yeah, making yeah. reels. 
<laughs> right. You know? Until they decide to start promoting some other new feature and then reels are going to go away. Exactly. So, I mean, I just, I'm not chasing that. It's like, that's a whole thing. But anyway, I turned it off and, and it just makes me think that our, that websites are becoming important again because social media, you know, a, a yeah. lot, I think people, people care about saying, oh no, this is the way I want to represent myself and here it is. And you can always yeah. find the real me here. Regardless of what things turn on and off. Yeah. I mean, I hope that's the case. And it, like the way I did my site, uh, there, there's a core of it that's, that's, you know, here's who I am. Here's what I do. It's an overview. It's not 10,000 pictures. It's, it's, you know, here, here's a, here's a dozen pictures that are going to change every once in a while. Here are a few of the current projects that I'm working on. If you want the blog, quote unquote, that's Substack. And then uh, either next month, what, what are we in? We're still in October. Yeah. Either next month or December, there'll be a store. That'll be Shopify. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just, I think that's going to be the thing. So sign up for the newsletter and, and I'll keep you up to date if you're interested of what I'm doing. And when new things come out, um, I'm, I'm, I'm breaking out the, uh, uh, the insights section of photography by the letter as its own standalone little thing. Okay. Um, that'll be a free download. That'll be up later today. So it'll be up, you know, hopefully by the time this is, this is live. Um, and then I'm going to start doing new editions of insights to start releasing next year. Cause I love that. I love sharing the, the, the idea of sharing other people's insights and knowledge and experiences and stories. That's, that's who I am. Right. Yeah. That's that. Those are the things. Those are the things that I that I really love doing. And I made, you know, a, a list of what do I want to be doing? And I said in this in this last iteration that, that everything on the list fell under either design or conversation. Mm-hmm. So like that, that was the theme behind it. Right. Yep. So those two things, obviously, those are the two things that really light me up. Some some derivative derivation derivation. that I say that derivation, derivation yeah. of of those two things kind of colors everything I do. And I want to lean into that rather than shying away from it because I really no longer care about footprint. I really don't. I don't, I, I know it's, you know, it's taken me 12 years or 13 years on Instagram to get to 3000. So any illusion that I'm going to get to a million, yeah. you know, or half of look, and it, and even if you do, you know, as Sean has pointed out so often, Whatever number you have in your head, once you get there, it's not enough. Sure. Once you get to 20,000, now you want 30. Once and you get to 30, now you want 50. Some of some of the best people will basically say, you know, stop chasing it. If you just do what you do well, it'll come. But, and, there, but even if it doesn't, But the flip okay. side is that it's just like, you know what? If it comes, if it doesn't come, I'm just going to do what I want to do and do it well. Yeah. 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 Like, and I, can't, I think that's... You, we, you and I can, I cannot make my work for other people. I mean, I can do work for other people. If you want to pay me, you can find me at my website. Yeah, that's right. But, com forward slash commish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I can't, I can't make the kind of work. I can't make the work that I make for me. It's for me. It's not for other people. It's, it, it's, it's my personal work, which means it's work for me. Right. I can't, by the way, that picture of the, on the, the A on the yellow that you use the clean bomb fission one. Oh yeah. 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 On the, on my site, you mean? Yeah. That one's really good. Like really. Oh, thanks. I think that it's funny. I I really, the yellow is really great. I, it's, I think that your, your propaganda stuff, the, the more intense, the color, the more saturated, like the primary pop color is in some ways, the stronger, the, the final image in some ways, like it yeah. needs that kind of contrast. Anyway, whatever. It, it makes, it makes the violence fun, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but you, so, so, so did you actually change the way you describe yourself on the new site? Is, is what I'm seeing the current one with the, with the, uh, colors below your yeah. last name? That's yeah. the newest one. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think, I think w- what I'm doing is, is, I'm trying to lean into my history and, and my work history anyway, um, rather than shying away from it. Because I, I, I looked at, I looked at what I've done kind of like what you were saying with the picture, 
You know, mm-hmm. I, I, the picture of us at the concert hall. Mm-hmm. I looked at what I've done and I went, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, you know, at, at some a creative director at some giant agency, but, and that doesn't really matter because that creative director at a giant agency is beholden to, you know, the board or, or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. My guess is that they don't like their job very much right now either. Maybe. <laughs> and, and, but I'm beholden to no one. And, yeah. and that's such a, a gift. That's such a gift. Yeah. That I have been, I've been looking at it from the wrong end. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had the, the megaphone sort of pointed the wrong way. And, and, and the last several, I don't know, certainly months, but maybe even the last couple of years have been a very slow progression into seeing myself and my history for what it is. And that, you know, to use that word again, it's been a gift. You know, I've been really lucky. I've been really fortunate. I've worked hard, but I've, I've amassed a, a, a set of experiences that color what I'm able to do. And I'm grateful for that. And rather than shying away from it and trying to fit myself into this other box, I'm just like, you know what? Let's just, let's just go. And and whatever happens, happens. Whatever I produce, I produce. But it's going to be because I want to, not because I feel like, like I said in the iteration, not because I should. Because that should word, should, 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 is judgmental. If Can I ask you a slightly dark question just because it's yes. pointed? If you found out tomorrow that you had two years to live, would you do things differently than what you're about to do? Professionally or personally? Are those two different things? Uh, yes, because I would probably spend as much time as possible with the people, Adrian. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, the creative stuff may come out, but it would come out in a different way. Okay. I may, I may talk to different people, you sure. know, if, if, if I, if I found that out, the, the, the trajectory of the kinds of conversations may change to people in similar situations to find similarities and, and build a short term community that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, so that those voices could be heard as well. It's funny that there's a, I, I was thinking about this the other day. I, you know, I, we know some people who are single in our lives mm-hmm. and, and some of whom are, you know, looking for someone to spend their life with and some who are not. And I, I was thinking the other morning how if basically I want to do everything in my life so that I can spend more time with Conrad. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like, I want to, I want to live longer so I could spend more time with her. I want you know, if you told me that I could have met her a 10 years before I would have done so, cause then I would have gotten 10 more years with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's so funny on the other side of that, you don't, your perspective changes on all these different things. Right. And like, and I think maybe our, our, our perspectives on our careers and everything were different even 11 years ago before we started this show when we first met mm-hmm. that um, it's like when you, when you, when you think about who you were when you were 20 and all the piss and vinegar and all of the, Oof. you know, <laughs> wait, me or you? No, me, <laughs> me. I didn't know you when you were 20, but me, you know, it's, and and you think, wow, wrong, wrong, wrong priorities. Yeah. Or, or maybe they were the right priorities for that time. Because they got you here. Right. But, 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 but just because things were your priorities 10 years ago, doesn't mean they have to be your priorities today. Yeah. If I would have met Adrian 10 years earlier, I would have blown it. Ah, see, that's also interesting. I, yeah. I, I, I would have completely screwed it up and we wouldn't. It, so it happened. It happened when it needed to happen. It happened the way it needed to happen. Yeah. It happened. And it happened because of you. You know that. Yeah. But I am not a. I don't believe in fate. Right. Like I'm not a mm. I'm not a religious person. I don't believe 
I believe any meaning we take out of life is just is 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 an emergent property, not that it was there before. Does that make sense? For for myself, you may disagree. Yeah, but you but you believe in order, don't you? Sure. Could could, could faith be some other form of order? Nah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think I I feel things, and I feel I feel a lot of meaning in my life, but I think that it's only there as a biological thing to keep me doing the things that are the things that I should do. Does that make sense? Mm. Like it's, it's, is it, is it individual? Because if, if you feel, if let's say you and Conrad have the same feelings about things. Yeah. Are you influencing her? Is she influencing you? And if, if not, if you've reached those two things sort of individually, but yet simultaneously. Well, I think we all just, I think any good relationship is, is walking together, growing together. Yeah. And if one side isn't growing or walking, then that's, but you that's don't, you don't the feel problem. like it was any sort of you don't feel like there was a fate like you were destined to meet her. No, I'm I'm thankful that I did. But the idea that, you know, there are a billion people in the world and there's one perfect person for me. I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't man, I don't know, because I, I couldn't. I couldn't have planned this in a in a thousand. Well, I years. guess that's the thing is that, you know, Yeah. But, you know, there's plenty of people who never meet anybody or have terrible relationships or whatever, right? I mean, right, 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 there's right. not any, it's not getting any guarantee. So that makes me think yeah. that he's even more of a pinball machine. Well, yeah, I, I don't know that anybody was, well, I don't know that too many people are like going, yes, my divorce was fate or, you yeah, know, that yeah, yeah, failed yeah, yeah, yeah. that failed job or whatever it was. Maybe they do. I don't know. But you can't have, if there is fate, then there has to be fate on both sides. It can't just be fate when it's good. Exactly. Right, right, right. I mean, that's kind of where I come at it. And I, you know, it's, it's, I made, I mean, I know I, I went dark with the question about, you know, impending death, but it's something I think about a lot. I mean, I think about it constantly. Yeah. Um, but, but I also, I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, I have all these signs on my wall that, 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 like no parking (laughs) enter here. No, I literally have a stack of, of, of signs on my wall that I've made and printed out over the years. No more boring photos unless they're sublime. Uh, ask and ask for and accept help. Um, That's a good one. Take more, That's a ch- good one. Take more chances. So, says the guy who won't hire a retoucher so he can go shoot more. Exactly. Well, I like the retoucher. <laughs> uh, take more chances. Don't waste time. And then uh, the most recent one is stop worrying about what other people think. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, but I also have a little handwritten one that says, why bother? <laughs> well, <laughs> nice. But, I but, think I've got that one somewhere too. But, but, but recently I want to make a new one that says, shut up and do something positive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It sucks. Or you're depressed or whatever it is. Like change it. You know, you have, you have energy. You're awake. Make something new. Move forward. Right. right. Um, it's it's not going to get any better sitting there waiting for it to happen. Yeah. That well, it's funny. The the latest the last iteration I pulled a Devo reference for the title. It's called Go Forward Move Ahead. Yeah. Go forward. <laughs> and move somebody ahead. somebody commented like I caught the Devo reference and had to read it. <laughs> See, you're you're old enough. I was never a Devo fan when I was younger mm. because when Whippet came out, which I know was like their most commercial sort of yeah, yeah, take yeah, yeah. on it their outfits and everything it freaked me out a little bit because i was younger really, than like you. the 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 uh, coveralls or whatever they yeah, were because the i would have been in like suits. third grade know, or something it, like that you red know? suits i guess it was yeah they were like rubber suits with like the weird mm-hmm. red hats yeah a little planter looking yeah. hats to me that it was it was creepy like these who are these guys it was basically like um um uh clockwork orange it felt like oh. it felt like oh, that yeah to yeah. Me. yeah yeah even though I know now that it's a bunch of, you know, nerdy guys, whatever. But but at the time, I didn't realize that. And so they always freaked me out when I was younger. Um, but yeah, okay. So you used uh, Go Forward, Move Ahead. And I think it's true. Here, I'm going to show you. Uh, have you seen? Um, I think it's on Wilshire. Barbie. Mark no, Mother- I haven't seen Barbie yet. Yeah. No, uh, no Mark Mothersbaugh's uh, office. 
the building. It, no. I think it used to be a car dealership. Look at this building. I just sec- sent it to you in the text. Well, he bought that? Yeah. Yeah, wow. so that's He must, that's he must his... have made some good money from uh, Devo. Well, he, he, he's done, uh, all, he's kinds done all kinds of television. He did uh, Rugrats, which I love the music for that. And he did, uh, he did the stuff for uh, Pee Wee, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's, got, he's got okay money. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he does. Uh, there was a documentary a few years back that um, interviewed him and, and went through his his you know collection of musical instruments and and he just talked about projects he's done over the years and he seems really interesting. He seems he seems still in I don't know how old he is maybe in his sixties um, excited about what he does and I kind of love that. I love when when I'm trying to find that again. He's to be excited about is he seventy three? It's almost as old as my mother. Wow. Well, that's respect. You know? Even, even I, more I'm, so then, right? Yeah. I'm trying to find that that joy in just the doing again. Sure. Yep. 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 You know, do you find, uh, uh, I was walking around going to lots of museums last week. Yeah. Um, and I get inspired, especially because when I see paintings of a certain type, I get inspired because I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, I want to try that with light. You know, I want to, you know, I'll take pictures and reference. And do you, do you get hyped and inspired? And then when you sit down to actually use that inspiration, it kind of deflates. You ever have that feeling? Yes. Yeah. I mean, every time I go down to the National Gallery in DC, I come back super energized. Even if I've just gone down there for lunch or I go see something I've already seen. Yeah. Just being surrounded. There's a, there's a. Uh, you know, a transitive property of of all of that creativity, all of that struggle, all of that vision, all of those experiences are somehow, uh, you know, imbued in right. me, and and I and I get very excited. Um, but often I'm I'm I get home and I'm I'm so kind of overwhelmed with what to do, it it, it fizzles before it gets turned into action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I came home and I was like, oh man, I have all these ideas of what I want to do. And now I'm back and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Really. <laughs> I, yeah, I got to schlep some lights down. To, mm, yeah. I mean, I I, know. you know, and I should just suck it up and do one. Cause if I do one, I can do a thousand, you know? Yes. It's, it's, it's the doing the one. That is well, yeah. I mean, and for you, I mean, that's, that's been, that's you, my thing you forever. Have, you have a history that that is in fact true. It's not just, it's not a concept. It's not, it's not uh, an abstract. It's that, is, that is fact in your life. Yes. That once you start that momentum of getting the one thing done, gets the second thing done and the third and the fourth and the hundredth and in so fact, on. I can't stop. That's the problem I yeah. have. <laughs> right. <laughs> My wife's like, please come to bed. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I got to edit. I got to edit. If honey. the bus goes below 50 miles an hour, we all blow up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And you know what? That's actually what it feels like when I get going. Yeah. It really does feel like if I stop, I will have squandered the whole thing. Yeah. You know, when I get on my weird daily things or weekly things or all these things, like I, I, it's, it's each one just builds upon the last one in, in, in importance. And then suddenly it's this thing that is, you know, the weight of the world in a crazy way which is stupid. Um, is it though? Is that stupid? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it just, it feels like I'm, I'm giving too much import to things that aren't that important, but maybe it feeling like those things are that important to me is, is the joy that I find in life. And if that's fine, you know? Yeah. Um, can, can I tell, can I tell you a pair story? Sure. Uh, I, did I, I, I didn't, I talked to you on the phone for a as few long minutes. as it's not about rats or bed bugs. It's not about rats or bed bugs. Okay. Um, I told you about coming into the country, right? That's the only sort of story I yeah. told you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So before we left, Conrad saw that there are these giant, like 14 foot globes, um, that like Louis the 14th, I'm going to get all the details wrong because it was her thing, not mine. Um, 
that there were these giant globes that were given to one of the Louis by like the Italian ambassador or whatever it is, is like a gift. Right. And that you can go see them. They're at the Bibliothèque Nationale. So the National Library. Okay. So she told me this. And so I go into Google Maps and I find the Bibliothèque Nationale and I put a little star on it. So when we're walking around one day, I was like, hey, we're not far from that Bibliothèque Nationale thing that you wanted to see. I think those globes are there. Let's go see the globes. So the three of us go over. We pay our five euros. We're walking around and there's these gorgeous reading rooms that are, you know, like crazy old French beautiful reading rooms. These, you know, uh, uh, um, ovular, you know, big giant things with seven layers and it's like a big cake inside. Um we take pictures. We're walking Cake. around. Cake. Um, and then there's all these rooms where there's all these exhibits and all these amazing things that all these, you know, whatever. But no globes. And and she said in it, oh, you got to go to the northwest corner, apparently. And that's where the globes are. I'm like, well, we're in the northwest corner. What are they talking about? Where are these globes? So eventually we end up going over to this young woman who was sitting there as a guard. And, and you know, bonjour. Ah, bonjour. Uh, and then I said, looking for these. And we show her the picture of the globes and she goes, mm, yeah, those aren't here. I'm like, what do you mean? They're not here. <laughs> they're at the Met with, uh, Olivia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which by the way, I went back to yesterday and it was yeah. freaking amazing the second time. Seriously, if you're anywhere in New York between now and January 7th, or, oh, what you is, really not Olivia. Olympia. Ophelia. Olympia. 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 Uh, One of the O's. Yeah. Big man. A show. Uh, Mane Degas show, but to me, a Mane show. Um, anyway, so so we're there. She says, yeah, those aren't here. I was like, what do you mean they're not here? She goes, maybe they're at the other Bibliothèque Nationale. Wait, how can there be two Bibliothèque Nationale? This is my point. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, there's this- the annex. <laughs> we didn't have room. Yeah, there's another one in the 16th arrondissement or something <laughs> right, like that. I was like, what? Right. What do you- Take a left at the coffee machine, go down the hall. Yeah. So, so I look it up and like five miles down the river to the east is this giant Bibliothèque Nationale complex. Oh, that's funny. Right? So <clears throat> it's the last night we've done everything we want to do. I think we had even eaten dinner. No, we hadn't eaten dinner, but it was getting late. And I looked and the Bibliothèque Nationale, the, the one, the other one way down the river out of town kind of, um, is open till eight. And it was like six. I said, you know what? Let's just get on the RER. We got our unlimited passes. Let's go all the way down there and see if we can find this thing. A little treasure hunt. So we get on the train. We go all the way down there. We get, we get, we get off the train. We're walking underground. It's like this crazy brutalist architecture thing. You know, it's all like big giant underground train station with high ceilings, but it's all concrete. You know, that sort of like, yeah, like, yeah, a, sure. like DC subways kind of, but even more crazy. Right, like that. right, right, right. And so we find the, we go up on, on the ground, we go, we find the building and it's this giant building. That's like the size of like four city blocks, but it's all one big building. And you enter it by going down a giant escalator and going into the, like a hole in the middle of the block is like sunken down 50 feet and you go in an entrance down there. So we, so we, we go in, it's like seven twenty now at this point, you know, I'm like, man, I hope this place, I hope we can get to what we want to get to. So we go security, you got to go through airport security. We get inside and, and I said, you said Northwest corner, right? She's like, yeah. Okay. So imagine a giant, imagine like a, a, a giant rectangle and we're on the, 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 the right hand side on the short wing, the short end, right? Yep. Yep. So she says Northwest, which I calculate is we need to go up to the horizontal up top and go all the way across over to the end. Right. So we do so. And on the process, we walk by what is an art opening, a big giant art opening, like, you know, in evening art opening, people dressed up drinking champagne or whatever it is. And there's two galleries and I'm like, we don't have time to look at those. Right. We got to go. We got to get to this thing. So we walk all the way down this hallway, which I swear to God must've been 200 yards long. It was <laughs> It was the it was like something out of Star Wars. It just kept getting longer as you were going. It faster. was a map painting in front of me yeah, for the, yeah, for the yeah, yeah, right yeah. The vertigo effect yes. as you're running down this hallway. I'm like, what is going on? So Heather and I are like hauling ass down this hallway because we're worried that whatever that they're going to like close, sort of sequentially. You know, like the the, yeah. the furthest things out they close and they you know big giant library they got to do that kind of thing. It's like our last night. This is our last chance. So we run to the end of the hallway and there's a guy with a ribbon thing across 
and a security guy. And he's just like, like a car dealership opening. Well, yeah, but he's just like, you you can't get past here. Does he have big giant scissors? (laughs) No, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Was there a check? There were stanchions involved. (laughs) So the guy's standing there and we're just like, yeah, we just, we want to go, you know, to the Northwest corner. And he's just like, "Uh, yeah, you, you, you can't get past here. Like, sorry. Like this is all in French. He's just like, Sorry, like no one gets past. And could you see it from where you were? Like, could you see well, the globes? I didn't know. I have no idea where they are, but I know they're generally in the northwest corner. So we're like all the way at the end of the big long hall, ostensibly near, right near the northwest corner. And so eventually I'm just like, he, I think he was sort of the end of the art opening. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. he's like the guy keeping riffraff from coming in or going out the other end. Right. So I'm worried now that the whole place is shut down and it's only open for this art opening thing. And there's no way for us to get to the Northwest corner. Wouldn't it be funny if he was the art? <laughs> he was performance he art. Was, he actually doesn't work there at all. He was, <laughs> so he's just like, so I show him the picture. Like we did the guard at the other place. And he looks at us and he goes, yeah, I don't know where those are. We're like, what do you mean? You don't know where How those do are. Not know. They're 14 feet across. They're these giant globes. So he's like, hmm. He just like shrugs. He's like, sorry, if you want to go over there, you need to go all the way around. So Heather and I start hauling ass back down to the right, all the way to the east, right? And my mother's behind us, and she's a 75-year-old woman. And while she kept up and did 13 and a half miles at Versailles, it was eight days in. And she was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'll meet you guys in the gift shop. Like, I'm just going to go hang there. So you guys go ahead. So we go all the way back. gift shop. (laughs) Yeah. So we go all the way back to the end. There's chairs and stuff in the main lobby. We, we go all the way back to the end, right, basically where we started through security. We go all the way to the south horizontal. We go all the way down this hallway. That's like Star Wars map painting. We turn to the right and we start walking forwards. And there are the globes. Giant 14-foot globes hanging there from the go. ceiling. Or there you Jeffrey, go. Jeffrey, they were 25 feet away from where the man wouldn't let us go by. <laughs> they were around the corner. There was a small... <laughs> There was a small curtain. He could have leaned over the stanchion and the thing and looked past the curtain, saw the globes, turned back to us and go, I did not know where globes are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, and I looked at him because he was standing there. Exactly. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) And so there, anyway, the globes were great. Uh, You know, no no photography. There's no photography of the globes, theoretically. What? I don't know. Why, why not? Heather and I both took photos. No one else was there. Who Hold cares? on. I mean, I gotta, now I have to look these up. Uh, uh, Big Biblio Globes Harris. No, I got it. Big Globes. Do you see them? Yeah. Louis XIV's Globes. Yeah, there you go. It was Louis XIV. Yeah. You see the size of these globes. Oh, that's a big globe. <laughs> hey, put a, put, a, put a link. Oh, here's Atlas Obscura article. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Atlas Obscura. All right, I'm going to... Oh, hey, there's the guy standing by the room. No. <laughs> so, so, so we head back, right? It was, it was fine. We found our globes. It was very satisfying. Um, yeah, these are big. What are they made out of? I, maybe like paper mache or something. I don't know what they're made out of, but they're these giant globes. So, yeah, the guy, if you're looking at those pictures... If you turn to your right, you would be looking at the guard who wouldn't let us by and had no idea where the globes were. Nice. It was it was such a, like a little French yeah. moment, right? Ugh. So on the way back, I realized, because there's posters all over the place, that one of the shows that's opening right now was a black and white photography show. Oh, wow. Right? And I was like, well, you know, we're here. It's the opening. Maybe I can pop my head in this black and white photography show. Same guy. You can't get in. <laughs> no, 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 no. Shift change. <laughs> he's, on a, he, he's on another rope now. <laughs> you again. God damn it. <laughs> Newman. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, no, but instead, we, I come around and I go up and I try to go in and there's a woman there. She goes, uh, you, you know, no, you know, ticket. No, no, I'm not, no belay. And she's right. just like, ah, oh. and she's just like, you need to go out and buy a ticket from the people in the front. But there were the there were booth is over by the globes. Yeah. <laughs> but there was there was nobody at the ticket thing because I walked by the ticket thing and there was no one there, which is why I figured, oh, it's late enough in the evening that I could just like slip in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, there's no one at the ticket booth. And she goes, oh, like upset, no frustrated ticket. with her. her co- yeah. Nice. Frustrated <laughs> with her uh, coworkers or whatever. 
And I said, I just want to peek my head in. I'm here for one night. It's the opening, whatever. And she goes, oh, fine, just go ahead. And she lets nice. me go into the show. And it was 10 rooms of absolutely amazing black and white photography by every photographer of the 20th century you can think of. Wow. And split up. Including, including Robert Duano. Oh, absolutely. He was yeah. in there. Yeah. He uh, was. Of course he was. He's French. Uh <laughs> He's, he's he shoots in black and white. Um, so, but what they did was they they broke it up by like weird categories. It wasn't like here's the Robert Joano, here was the 1940s. It was like here are a series of photographs where the only lighting is a light bulb in the scene. Here oh, is one cool. where they're trying to do super high contrast stuff with botanicals or whatever it is. Here's oh, one, and it was across like decades each each little chunk. Wow, what it, a cool way to categorize! It yeah. was so great. Yeah. Is there a a show catalog for it? There is, and I bought it. Uh, Haven't opened it yet because you know I'm because it might go up in value ten bucks. I'm going to keep it. The problem is, you know what? It's all in French, and so I can't. I'm taking the train up there to open it for you. That's all there is to it. I can't read it, but I also (laughs) bought a an A2 poster of the show art. Oh, neat! Which I'm in the currently trying to flatten out because it got a it got a little kinked in travel. Mm. I'm cur- I tried steaming. You ever try to do any of this kind of stuff to like flatten out a poster that got creased? No, but interestingly, I do follow uh, an Instagram account that is all about. Oh, that group of women who do that for a living. Yes, who do that for a living. They, and I they don't get understand them all wet how the hell they squeegee yeah. them. But is yeah. it, but is it is it just water? What are they wetting it down I with? I don't know. I don't even want to know. I, I just I just well I, I want to know because I want to do it to my own thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, anyway. Yeah, so I got the poster and I got the catalog and it was I guess the point of the story was to say that uh sometimes you you bump bumping into something like that is is kind of half the fun. Yeah. You know, love it's it. just so anyway, Bibliotech Nacional way the hell out in the you know, out of town uh was a I'm, surprisingly I'm gonna take fun the thing. train up to New York and w- when you and Conrad are gone. And and you're going to return home and it's just going to be me surrounded by a mountain of shrink wrap because I will have opened all of your books. <laughs> I think there's only like a handful of books that we haven't opened. <laughs> by the way, uh, uh, she's going away uh, the second week of November. If you wanted to come up, we can go see the uh, the, the what's it called thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we'll have to we'll, we'll talk out offline. Um, yep. But wait, there was one other little thing I wanted to tell you about, which I lost. Right. Tra- right come on, tra- man. We got to wrap it up. People got things to do. All right. Uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, oh, one thing I wanted to throw out there was that uh, uh, it's just ridiculous, but that Scott Bourne did a thing where he actually plugged in a USB-C hub into his iPhone 15 plus. Oh, did it work? Yes. It powered the phone. He had an SSD connected, which allowed him to record video to the SSD. And he had a USB microphone Yeti mic connected and it worked. All of it. Really? Worked. Yeah. Wait, I'll put, so a, pow- I'll put a link in the wait. show notes. Power bank and SSD into hub, hub into phone. Power bank, SSD, and microphone into hub, hub into phone. And microphone into hub. Huh. Which, you know, is, I guess, cool advantage to using uh, uh, USB-C now. You can do this kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, you had somebody good for Photographer of the Week. Did you put this in here? Y- yeah. Uh, I'm going to butcher the name, but it wouldn't be us if we didn't. Butcher the names, hey, we'll right? Hey, we try. Uh, Suk. Yeah, that's about what I would say. Would you say that? Cho Korean Suk? Korean photographer. Um, I, I saw a photo of Billie Eilish that this photographer did and was like, wow, this is really interesting. And then went and looked at the Instagram and it's just, it's kind of crazy, but I kind of love it. It's, 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 I don't even know weird, how to describe it. Weird stuff. Yeah. It's just there. It's, you know what it is? It, it, some of it reminds me of Tim Walker's work. Okay. Um, some of it is, is just, man, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's, it's, it's fashion and culture and, and abstract and yeah. it's a lot of, a lot of compositing. Is it compositing or are those, are those like the stuff with the cactus on the face? Are those, Things that they stuck on the person's face that they painted I think, green. Yes, I think that's a that's a, a, a physical, but but yeah, there's a lot of compositing going on and a lot of stuff where um, is this a 
is this a man or a woman? Do we know? I don't know. Okay. I, so the I, artist I is, no. is comparing and contrasting a lot of human lips and leaves or yep. seed pods or vaginal looking things and ears and like all kinds of like weird, you know, a whole, like this like nude woman body painted next to a flower and they kind of have the same coloring and that kind of thing. Um, really artsy stuff. This is, yeah. I mean, I wonder to me, I almost don't even think of this. I mean, it is photography, I guess, ultimately, but most of the artistry is the, the, the sort of putting it together rather than the actual yeah, picture. Yeah, the, the styling. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm fascinated by this work. Uh, yeah. I, I look at this work, you know, this kind of, not that it's exactly like this, but the way that Patrick plays with just will get all kinds of uh, props and stuff to play with his, his subjects. I never dive into that just cause I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm not good at it, but this is like the, that taken to the extreme. Yeah. You know. I love a uh, 29 year old Korean man. Um, Korean man. okay. Here, I'll, this is another article from ID. Uh, paste it into the docs. Check that out. Really interesting work though. And it, it just playing with, with, with gender and playing with, um, sexuality and yep. masculinity and femininity and, and uh, man, it's just, I really like this work a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. It's, uh, yeah, it's not the kind of thing I would normally be drawn to, but I understand some of it I really like. And, and man, do you see this one where it's the, uh, the sunflowers in front of the guy's face? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Look at on his, on his Instagram, look at that first set with Billie Eilish, the second photo of her just like composited in flames. And it, oh man, that's, that was the first photo that I, that I saw. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 Is it composited? Maybe just lit her on fire. Maybe, maybe she just burns. I don't know. Man, this there is was another shoot. Stuff. There was another shoot with speaking of Billie Eilish that she did where, uh, like a, a, a big spider was coming out of her mouth mm -hmm. and people said it was composited, but then the photographer released the BTS and they put this big spider in her mouth and then it came out ah! like, a, like a big tarantula. Like she had the thing in her mouth with her Did mouth closed. Did you put a tarantula then, in your mouth? No. Sorry. Let me use my high pitched voice. <laughs> no. Yeah, I wouldn't put a tarantula in my mouth either. No, I wouldn't put a tarantula. No, no, no. Yeah, this is this anyway. is this is some cool kid stuff right here. I love this work. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I, I, I mean, it's, I, yeah. It also I feels very work. Korean. Like I don't it, know what that means. Like there's certain things that you see from coming from certain countries, and it's just sort of like there's an aesthetic. In yeah, that I don't. Place. I don't know a lot about Korea, uh, Korean culture. I just i i love the i love seeing the inspiration as, and then as, seeing the photo. As you as know? you know, as it's funny. Somebody mentions uh, when we came back the other day. Somebody was talking about Paris and said how they liked the tones on the subway on the metro that play. Mm. And mm. Heather brought up that when you're in uh, Japan. All of the train sounds totally sound like Nintendo chimes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and funny. so you kind of think, oh, now I understand Japanese video game sounds, That's right? Funny. Or vice versa. I don't know which one yeah, came yeah, first, yeah, chicken yeah. or the yeah. egg. But it, it's in that kind of way where it's like, oh, right. That's the way people's, you know, it's just a little twisted in a, in a specific way for a specific place, you know? Yeah, these That's are funny. really cool. Uh, good one. Yeah, not Show bad, right? Chogi Sook, I think, I yeah, I think, that's, I don't know. That's not too far away, I'd imagine. Yeah. I don't think we completely butchered that. Yeah. Um, yeah, good one. Good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to leave us a voicemail, leave us a voicemail, 929-390-1916. We love getting uh, those things. And podcast at ontakingpictures.com. You can send us an email. And I guess we're just on the Instagrams. Yeah, I guess. I'm... <laughs> Uh, you know, I've got a threads thing, but I, I've, I've never posted anything on it. But that so, would be at Jeffrey Sedoris too. Yeah. It's still, it's still the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So but, at, yeah. at Bill Wadman, at, at Jeffrey Sedoris, uh, on, on the Instagrams and, uh, and you have your Substack. Substack. Yeah. Um, Substack. uh, so, uh, until next week. Yeah. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Appreciate you being here. We love all of you.
except for you. You over there. Yeah. Don't love you. you, you know, put that down. You know who you are. Both hands on the table. Come on now. Going on and on the way we are for so Try to